This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 268. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and you, the veg curious, to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Recently, one of our Peas and Carrots, what up, what guys? Up? Peas and Carrots members, which is our closed Facebook group, uh, Michelle Wilkinson asked, if you could only recommend one vegan cookbook for families that want easy, fast recipes, which, which one would you choose? That's a great question because, you know, it can get expensive just to buy cookbooks that are just going to sit there. You maybe pull one or two recipes, but then that's it. You never use them again. And then they sit there. They just sit there, yeah, (laughs) collecting dust. That's expensive. And it's also time-consuming because you're surfing through all your books. Remember, we used to do that quite a bit, and we got rid of a lot of cookbooks just because we didn't know necessarily. I mean, you can thumb through some of them and get a preview if you buy them on Kindle or something, but you, you don't always get, like, the recommend like people recommending recipes from there are saying, Oh, I use this one all the time. Well, in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, our peas and carrots members come through again by helping you choose some good vegan cookbooks. Now, there was a lot of recommendations, but we're gonna talk about five. I think this is five today specifically. And um I think there's some, definitely this is evolving as more cookbooks come out, as more, you know, just different things. We can do reviews of resources, other resources like websites and such. But today, it's all about the cookbooks. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I think that some things just don't go away or change because, you know, when our, when we were growing up and when, of course, our parents, grandparents and way back there, that was the only thing you had was cookbooks, right? Yeah, there was no, there was inter- no internet. Internets. There was no, none of that. <laughs> it was cookbooks and just kind of making things up and just sharing recipes just, you know, without cookbooks. Um, but now, even though we've got, and we have tons of recipes on the, on the web and all of this stuff, people are still writing cookbooks and people are still buying cookbooks. And I think it's just one of those things that it's part of, of a tradition, you it know, is. that it's going to be, it's going to be a long time before cookbooks are completely gone. If ever, hopefully never. Yeah. I do like the, it, I like something books about in general, it. even though I get digital books as well. There's something about a cookbook. That's just awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we get into our main topic, we do have a new rating from May 10th. May 10th. All right. So we are still catching up because we have so many awesome listeners. Well, hopefully we'll never catch up. I know, right? You always (laughs) want to be a little behind because that means we have tons of awesome listeners leaving us awesome reviews. But this one is from uh, Vader uh, 47, Vader 47, and says, I stumbled upon y'all's podcast in September 2017 when I transitioned to vegetarianism and I loved it. I was happy to hear you both were down to earth and not over the top, bubbly and fake. The podcast is short and simple enough to be uh, enough time for my trip to work. Keep up the great work and juice on. Awesome. You know, one thing I've never been accused of is being bubbly. Bubbly and fake. (laughs) Over the top bubbly. (laughs) Oh, you're not. Sometimes I'm not bubbly and way too real for people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've been called over the top bubbly. I have been called goofy. Definitely not something that even one of us has called. Hey, Vader47, thank you so much for heading out to iTunes and leaving us a rating every new rating helps people find us 
in iTunes. So iTunes is this big search engine. And when people just type in vegetarian, actually, when you type in vegetarian, we are number two. That, that is up. awesome. Our One of our favorite po- uh, other podcasts, No Meat Athlete, is number one. And I will I would gladly. So we are in good company. Gladly bow to them. Yes. <laughs> They're awesome, by the way. All right. Uh, before we get into our episode, we do want to send a special shout out to the sponsors of this ep- episode, Golden Apple Roundtable. Who are the members of our Golden Apple Roundtable? They're the folks that help ensure that the lights stay on at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with monetary support via Patreon.com. If you're not familiar with Patreon, essentially it's a membership platform that helps creators like us, podcasters, to get support from their fans, followers, and community members. Many people don't realize that there are costs involved in putting together a podcast, so we do incur things like media hosting, website hosting, Mm -hmm. equipment costs, those types of things. We've been doing this for five years every week. So those, those <laughs> things up. add up. Monetary support that we receive through Patreon goes directly back into the cost of producing the podcast and keeping it going free to our listeners on a weekly basis. So if you're interested in supporting us on a monthly basis, please head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarians in where you will see a video of Larissa and me. And in that video, we, we discuss the mission of Vegetarian Zen. On the right-hand side of the page, you're going to see various support levels, everywhere from a dollar up to $50 a month, and certain levels even qualify you to get some Vegetarian Zen swag, like a car magnet, grocery bag, stickers, or t-shirt. Even a dollar a month does go a long way to help us, guys, so if you are in a position to be able to do so, we greatly appreciate it. And we do have a new member of the Golden Apple Roundtable today. Her name is Laura Lamar, and she sponsored us at the awesome avocado level. So thank you so much, Laura. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. And Laura, uh, for that level of support, will receive a Vegetarian Zen sticker and a magnet of her choice. All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? We certainly are. Okay. As we mentioned in, in the introduction, we appreciate it when our Peas and Carrots members ask for recommendations because these posts can get, I mean, other members just really help each other out and they can get really long. And that's good. That's a good thing because what they do, what these recommendations and, and the help that they get help save people time and mm-hmm. money. Uh, so I really want to thank, again, Michelle Wilkinson for putting this question out. I did tag onto her question and kind of repost it a couple of weeks later just to see if anybody else had anything, anything to recommend. And boy, we did get a lot. So again, we could not, this would be a easily a two-hour podcast today if I were going to talk about each of them. But what we're going to do is we're going to just talk about, first of all, I'm going to let you know who recommended the book and then what the book was, the price, And just give you a little bit of an idea of uh, the review information. This is from Amazon and a little bit of of a snippet from the from the um, description. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, you can tell um, that these are really, really good books because multiple people in that that those responses on on the Facebook group, multiple people recommended, uh, you know, lots of these books. So you can tell that it's it's they're really, really good books. Okay, so right before we get into the main topic. Let me just explain uh, when these aren't really in a particular order. So it's not like number one is one. How I selected the five from all the responses we got was I looked at a few things. I looked at 
I looked at how familiar we were with the particular book, if I had heard about it before and was curious about it. So that kind of led me to looking into it. If other people, multiple people had chimed in about the particular book, I also decided to list that. And let's see, what else did I, how else did I pick that? I think that's probably the two the main. The ratings, the reviews on Amazon? Not really. Yeah. No, it was more about how many people recommended them. And then also it just, if I was familiar, if I had heard about the, that book as well. So that's pretty much it. All right. So the first book was recommended by Ashley Lamb. And the book is Vegan Eats World, 300 International Recipes for Savoring the Planet. Hmm. Now, when I saw it, so first of all, Ashley was the first one to chime in. So that one caught my attention right away (laughs) on my post anyways. Yeah, it's a really cool title. The The price on Amazon, the Kindle version is $13.99 and the paperback is $18.72. So totally affordable. Totally affordable. Uh, there were 76 reviews with about a four and a half star rating. The one star ratings that I saw were really, they were consistent about the binding. They mm. weren't happy with the binding. So if this is something that interests you, you might want to look at the Kindle version. But I don't know, maybe they fixed that since then. That's Ruthie. Ruthie's waking up from her daycare hangover she went to daycare yesterday and she's starting to get feisty and usually they'll nap for like a whole day but oh cosmo's still (laughs) out (laughs) all right so getting back to the book here is a little snippet from the uh, amazon description it said what if the world was vegan the true building blocks of cuisines across the planet are the spices herbs and grains from bus Basmati rice to buckwheat, coconut to caraway seeds. Apply those flavors to vegan staples such as seitan or tofu and even straight up vegetables and the possibilities. If not endless, pretty darn expansive. Uh, It says award-winning chef, author of Veganomicon and the author of Viva Vegan, Terry Hope Romero, continues the vegan revolution with more than 300 bold delicious recipes based on international favorites. So I really like this one because of the international. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really good. This is why I pulled this because I thought it was really good as far as a variety of world type foods. And I think ethnic foods tend to lend themselves very well to vegetarianism and veganism. Definitely. And I like some of the chapter titles, like uh, the three protein amigos. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's, there's pickles, chutneys and saucier sauces. And it's just, it seems like it has a a lot of different types of recipes too. So all the different courses as Mm -hmm. well. Right. Uh, And I should add that all of these, including the ones we're not able to talk about today, are going to be on our resources page on our vegetarianzen.com website. So, uh, so that way you don't have, if you're driving or you're whatever, wherever you are, you don't have to feel like you have to take notes. They're going to all be there for you. And they will be Amazon affiliate links. That's right. So that if you click on one, it'll take you to the Amazon page for that book. And if you purchase uh, purchase it through our list, our link, then we will get kicked back a few pennies or a little yeah, more. It does depending help on the cost though. of the book. Yeah, it does help. So uh, that's no another way you, you can. Yeah, no, no cost to you, cost and you. it does help to support the show. Right. All right. Now back to our regularly scheduled scheduled program. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the second book, now this one is kind of controversial and just because of the nature of it, um, but it's very popular. It's called Thug Kitchen, uh, the official cookbook, Eat Like You Give a... You know, um, so because this is a, a G podcast, yes, so let's we keep won't our G say rating. that. Uh, but uh, it was recommended by several P 
people in the group. So Corrine Graves, Felicia Zimmerman, and uh, Becky Stacy. And it's it's one of those books that well, let me let me say the price is hardcover $13.99 and Kindle is uh, $9.99. And it's got it does have a four and a half stars uh, review on Amazon and it's got f- like 5,400 reviews. Yeah. So it's a whole lot. That's pretty good. So overall, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you're going to find people who disagree with it simply because of the language that they use in the book. It's it's a dirty cookbook, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad language cookbook. But apparently the recipes are really good. So here's the snippet from Amazon. It says, Thug Kitchen lives in the real world. In their first cookbook, they're throwing down more than 100 recipes of their best loved meals, snacks, and sides for beginning cooks to home chefs. Roasted beer and lime cauliflower tacos. Mm. pumpkin chili grilled peach salsa believe that Uh, (laughs) plus they're going to arm you with all the info and techniques that you need to shop on a budget and go and kick a bunch of of your own (laughs) this is like a mad libs for podcasting (laughs) and then uh so becky one of the uh recommenders in peas and carrots added her comments she said an excellent book and it makes me laugh every time i make something because of the thug language do not buy if you're easily offended by such things the recipes are absolute standbys for me the driver's ed and wtf is that section (laughs) in the back are really good references for many vegan staples yeah and the reviews the lower the lower reviews were mainly because of the language i think some people as becky stated if that's not your thing just thought it went overboard Mm. so yeah if it's not your thing it's not your thing personally i appreciate somebody trying to bring you know because cookbooks can be a little dry Mm -hmm. and you're not really looking to get entertainment out there out of them necessarily but if you do if you're into that if that's your form of entertainment, then this is probably a good book for you. And I think uh, the other reviews that were kind of lower were due to the fact that the authors of the cookbook are not actual thugs. <laughs> they're they're ex- right. successful uh, uh, authors and, you know, chefs and what have you. And <laughs> Shame not on you for not being a thug. At all. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So uh, the next book was recommended by Sherry Bagley Allen. And this is, I pulled this one because we pull quite a few of their recipes recipes all the time the book is minimalist bakers everyday cooking 101 entirely plant-based mostly gluten-free easy and delicious recipes by dana schultz dana and john are the founders of minimalist baker i love her photography i was part of her food photography i bought her course and i really enjoyed it uh, just her website is wonderful there if you're not on their mailing list that is one of the only emails that i keep and and or read, read. consistently <laughs> yeah, right. just her her pictures are amazing the price of the hardcover book is $18.79 currently and the kindle is $20.99 the reviews 4.5 stars with 474 reviews so just a little snippet uh, from that book Dane, or the description Dana Schultz founded the Minimalist Baker blog in 2012 to share her passion for simple cooking and quickly gained a devoted worldwide following. Now, in this long-awaited debut cookbook, Dana shares 101, uh, 101, 101 (laughs) vibrant, simple recipes that are entirely plant-based, mostly gluten-free and 100% delicious, packed with 
gorgeous photography. This practical but inspiring cookbook includes, now this is, this is a big reason why I love their recipes, recipes that require 10 ingredients or less and can be made in one bowl or require 30 minutes or less to prepare. That's awesome. That is. Uh, easy sides, nourishing breakfast, decadent desserts. So it sounds like that one also goes into different courses. Essential plant-based pantry and equipment tips. That's very helpful. And then step-by-step recipes with standard and metric ingredient measurements. So this is, this is, it very much sounds like their website. Mm -hmm. So uh, the lower reviews honestly didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I read, I always flip over to the one stars when I'm reviewing anything like this and the three stars too, because the one stars kind of tend to be extreme sometimes. And quite honestly, they kind of went all over the place. So, you know, trolls will be trolls. <laughs> uh, there was just some that just didn't even make sense. One of them was when this guy wrote a book or something on to, to give her a one star review and it wasn't even a verified purchase. So yeah. just <laughs> do something else with your time. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> no, you can't please everyone, right? No, you can't please everyone. You want to take the next one? Sure. Okay. So the next one was recommended by Kelly Kalal Majors. And the book is uh, Love Real Food. Love Real Food. Uh, yeah, this one is kind of, it's Love Real Food. Love Real Food, colon. Yes. More than 100 feel-good vegetarian favorites to delight the senses and nourish the body. By and, Catherine Taylor. Yes. And now Catherine Taylor is, you may not recognize her real name, but her blog name is Cookie and Kate. Cookie and Kate is another website, at least, that we use a lot for recipes. We don't have this book. Uh, as Vicki mentioned, we don't have a whole lot of cookbooks, you know, actual physical books anymore. But uh, Cookie and Kate, I've, I've used their, her recipes a lot. In the past, she's got really good recipes. So the price on Amazon for the hardcover copy of this is eleven twenty seven currently, and the Kindle is eight ninety nine. And this one has five stars across the board, five hundred twenty nine reviews, five stars. It's pretty awesome. It is. So the the snippet uh, says. The path to a healthy body and happy belly is paved with real food, fresh, wholesome, sustainable food, and it doesn't need to be so difficult. No one knows this more than Katherine Taylor of America's most popular vegetarian food blog, Cookie and Kate. With Love Real Food, she offers more than 100 approachable and outrageously delicious meatless recipes, complete with substitutions to make meals special diet-friendly, so gluten-free, dairy-free, and egg-free, whenever possible. Her book is designed to show everyone, vegetarians, vegans, and meat eaters alike, how to eat well and feel well. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. Now, some of the more critical reviews on this, again, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where you're not going to make everybody happy, but it was that their that her recipes on her website were better than the ones in the in the cookbook and again this is not the majority so of the reviews what are you reviews. complaining about they're free <laughs> the ones on the website are free that's what i'm saying and not to mention she has tons of them out there so mm-hmm. i mean that's you're trying to you know she's trying to curate and put some into that this book so i mean mm-hmm. you're not going to make everybody happy but uh again the this was a five she still had five stars out of 529 reviews which and is awesome in case you're wondering the cookie because i mean obviously kate is short for Catherine. the cookie in cookie and kate is her rescue dog yes and so the the book the one another good thing about the the cookbook is that it has plenty of stories that star her uh rescue dog and and sous chef cookie (laughs) and apparently cookie loves vegetables 
And so does my sous chef, Ruthie Bader Ginsburg. Yes. <laughs> our, our rescue. She loves vegetables. Yes. And uh, she has some choice fruits as well. Mm-hmm. She likes. So, All right. The next book is oh, the Oh, She Glows cookbook. Over 100 Vegan Recipes to Glow from the Inside Out by Angela Lydon. I think it's Lydon. 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 This was recommended by Diane Gallant-Marion, Joanne Thoroughly, Amy Stemmel, and Christy Hayhow. So this was, uh, she has an author page on Amazon, by the way. So you might want to follow that one in case she comes out with any other books. And she also has this book in German. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. The book is, the paperback is fourteen ninety nine, And she also has Oh, She Glows Everyday Cookbook that's out there for $20.99. Nice. All right. So the review info. Uh, okay. So five stars, 1,830 reviews. Yeah. So another winner, right? Yes, yes. And then a couple of the, some of the more critical reviews, even though they were, I guess, were five stars, <laughs> uh, uh, were talked about longer prep time for some of the recipes and some of the recipes not being as creative, maybe, uh, as they would have liked. But hey, I, you know, I'm all for simplicity. So, you know, if it works and it tastes good, that's good yeah. for me. Yeah, definitely. It's creative sometimes. I mean, not that it always means complicated but it mm-hmm. can sometimes and again five stars out of 1800 reviews that's pretty darn yeah. good so the, the snippet from this on amazon it says this is angela's long-awaited debut cookbook with a treasure trove of more than 100 mouth-watering wholesome recipes from revamped classics that even meat eaters will love to fresh and inventive dishes all packed with flavor the Oshi glows cookbook includes uh, many allergy-friendly recipes with more than 90 gluten-free recipes and many recipes free of soy, nuts, sugar, and grains. She also says, or the review, I should, the description says, whether you are a vegan, vegan curious, or you simply want to eat delicious food that just happens to be healthy, too, this cookbook is a must-have for anyone who longs to eat well, feel great, and simply glow. I, I gotta glow. say... <laughs> I, I gotta say, I really love that whole concept of glowing from the inside out. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Right. Very cool. All right. So hopefully we've shared some good cookbook re- resources for you all to check out. Special thanks to everyone in the peas and guys, what up guys, who commented with their recommendations. If I missed your name and you recommended one, sorry, I tried as best as I could. There was a lot of posts uh, to pull the people that that uh, made the recommendations, but we greatly appreciate everyone who contributed. This is what makes this this uh, community so awesome is that everybody's he- willing to help each other out. If you want to join our closed Facebook group, head out to facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen. No, I'm sorry. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. <laughs> and you'll be hit up with three questions. Please, please, please answer the question. So when you're, I don't know if if, uh, you all are familiar, if you have a group, if anyone out there has a group, but when you have questions set up that for people to answer, it tells you who answered them and who doesn't. And then you review the ones who answered them. The ones that don't answer, we just decline them all because we have to, we're very protective of this group. We want to make sure that the people that are in this group understand the, how we we play so well together. So please answer the questions because we do want to let you in. And if you did um, request to join uh, at some time in the past and you didn't get accepted and you're wondering why that, that would be why. So just go back, do it again. um, And, you know, hit those three questions real fast and they're super easy. And then uh, you're in. 
Awesome. Okay, let's get into the recipe of the week. But before we do that, I do want to make a quick announcement, and that is that we have the second recipient of an award that we made up a couple of episodes <laughs> and, and ago. And we're allowed to do that. We, we can do that. Yeah, we make up rules and stuff all the time. Uh, <laughs> the second recipient of an award we called the No Shame in My Game Award. Now, you might recall, if you were listening a few episodes ago, that our first recipient was... Barbara Lucente, and she posted in our closed Facebook group, The Peas and Carrots, she posted her sticky waffle fiasco. (laughs) (laughs) She had a picture of some waffles that just completely got stuck to her waffle iron. And we had a lot of... The reason we started doing this, to have a little fun with it, but also because what's really cool about when we post these things and things we're challenged with, other people chime in to see mm-hmm. if they can help you, right? So that's how we learn, and so that's or one up you. Luckily, Barbara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> luckily, Barbara had a really good sense of humor about it, and so uh, I did reach out to the second uh, no shame in my game uh, recipient, who is Trisha Chacone Charles. I hope I pronounced your your uh, name right. Trisha, I reached out to her because she. <laughs> this is the case of the jacked up jackfruit. <laughs> now she posted. Trisha posted epic fail. Tried pulled pork san- sandwich. Every review online raved how good they are with jackfruit. Now this I, is pulled pork in parentheses. I mean in quotation marks. So it's like the vegan version. Yeah, that's why it's the jackfruit, jacked right. up jackfruit. I found it. It is not good and rather mushy. To be honest. Is it because I haven't been away? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't been away from meat long enough that I can that I notice a difference, or did I just royally screw up cooking it? Any suggestions are welcome. So, fellow peas and carrots members, of course, chimed in. Peas and carrots member Nicole Egg Fox folks uh, replied. Maybe due to not being off meat very long, the riper the jackfruit, the sweeter it tastes. You may not have cooked it long enough. I did my first from scratch jackfruit Friday and mine was mushy, but I used the Instapot. So I think that maybe was the issue for me. I've had it prepackaged from Vons and it's not mushy at all. Kelly Mayer commented that it could need to dry out some after sauteing. And Bridget Lysick said that baking the jackfruit after sauteing the sauce improves the texture and gives it some tougher bits, just like the real pulled pork. Hmm. So this is the kind of thing I'm talking about when you post things that other people can help with. Right. Okay, so the recipe of the week is was recommended by David Kapsch. And he didn't actually give a recipe. I actually found a very similar one to what he suggested for barbecue cabbage. So if the jackfruit just doesn't come out right for you. Or if you can't find it. Yeah, or if you can't find it. You that's can't right. find it everywhere. Point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, this recipe is very close to what he recommended, and it seemed very easy. <laughs> it's on. I'm going to have the link, of course, in our show notes, but it is at recipes.instapot.com, and it is a head of cabbage, onion, barbecue sauce, and buns. And that's super easy, and it sounds like it's probably in the Instapod. (laughs) Yes. So even easier. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Hence the (laughs) Instapod.com. Recipes.instapod.com. Yeah. Okay. The resource this week, because several folks had actually recommended this, was... You want to take the recipe? uh, I'm sorry. The resource? Sure. Did I say recipe or resource? You said... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a... It's It's late in the afternoon. It's our resource. Right. 
Yeah, we just had it, and we had an amazing lunch that Vicky prepared using her new hua chef skills. <laughs> uh, she did uh, twice baked potatoes and uh, broccoli. Yep, and it was really good. And it, you know what? Here's something funny, but not so funny. It didn't make me sleepy. You Normally, know, yeah. you know, when I eat stuff, I get sleepy after I eat. And I get sleepy when my when I haven't eaten or my blood sugar's low. And now this is totally off the recipe. That's okay. The it's, the week, it's but, totally. But it's relevant. So um, I didn't, I'm not sleepy. Can you tell? Yes. And you know why? Because when you eat processed mm-hmm. food, like we had yep. been kind of getting to. It spikes. It and spikes then, your yep. sugar levels. And we've been very, I've mm-hmm. been, I know I've been maintaining my sugar levels today mm-hmm. very well. So. Yep. So yes, thank, thank you. you. It was sure. awesome. Thank you. All right. But anyway, uh, back to the resource. Now this week, our resource is actually a product and it won't be an Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah, it will. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will. Yeah, yeah. it will. Um, because it's shelf stable, right? That's right. Okay, so this is uh, Upton's Naturals Barbecue Jackfruit, and it it is shelf stable. I know I've seen some of the Upton's products in like the refrigerated case, but this one I uh, apparently is is shelf stable, and a pack of ten is available on Amazon for forty nine ninety, and then uh, they also have the carnitas, the chili lime carnitas um, a- available that are made with jackfruit. And you can get that as well. And this was recommended in Peas and Carrots by uh, two people, actually, Kit Collins and Nicole Williams. All these awesome recommendations from all these Peas and Carrots. What up, guys? And uh, and if you uh, if you don't want to order like 10 for, a million yeah, on Amazon, <laughs> if you have Whole Foods uh, in your area or maybe even your local grocery store, if you live in a big metropolitan area, you may be able to find it there. Whole Foods for sure. All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.